All right, mama, you started your business because you're great at what you do and you want to do it on your terms. Hello, freedom and flexibility. But you're a couple of years in, handcuffed to your biz, more overwhelmed than ever. You feel like you're not doing anything well at work or with your fam. If that's you, stay tuned. I'm Ridhu Parikh, mom of two, wife of one, former professional organizer turned productivity pro, here to help women like you with growing businesses stop drowning and start controlling all your demands and distractions. Welcome to Productivity on Purpose. Hello, friends. I am really pumped to bring you my guest today, Ashley Brooks, Miss Ashley Brooks, the one and only. She is amazing. I can't wait to for you to hear about her journey on in her life, in her business as a kick-ass business owner, as a mom of two. She's going to tell you all about it. But really, she is just an inspiring entrepreneur, great person. And I'm just going to bring her on and then we're going to get into it. How are you, Ashley? Thanks for being here. I am good. I am good. Thank you for having me. How are you today? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. It's always good to see your face. Unfortunately, others don't get to see us on, uh, on, on, you know, online. We're on Zoom, like on video and you just look beautiful as always. So yeah, it's fun to see you. Um, so, you know, anyone listening <laughs> knows how much I love and respect all my clients, right? And in fact, before we, before we start partnering together, I, uh, we have a, a, a bit almost like a one hour call and we're just learning about each other and vetting it. And I always tell the people, I'm like, it's, it's as much for me as it is for you. Like, I want you to feel really comfortable with me, but I want to also know that I can help you. And so, you know, I have this, I have all this respect for my clients, but I'm going to tell you, first off, off the bat, I have utmost respect for you. Like, honestly, amazing, because you are truly an inspiration. And in my opinion, the epitome of resilience. And, oh, thank you. you know, just, just your circumstances. So tell us a little bit about who you are, but like what your circumstances were at home and yes. in your business. And then I yeah. everyone's going to understand once you paint that picture, what I'm talking about. <laughs> exactly. Um, so it's funny because we met at the first novel event that I attended. And I remember like when, you know, everybody has to get up and do a little pitch about their business. And when you got up, I'm like, we have to connect. I have to learn more about your services, what you offer. And so just a little bit of background about me. So single mom, two, two elementary school kids. So um, I'm at a point where they're super active in a, a bunch of different things. And I've been in business full time for the last three years. Um, and so it, it's been fun. And I will say, because I'm always reflecting, like, why are things becoming more challenging? And it's because I'm trying to balance a full time job as a single mom. But now my kids are active and they're active throughout the week. So it's not the one time on Saturday, uh, me working a full time job. It's me working day and night. It's me trying to get them to and from school, to and from activities. Um, and so I say all of that to say over the course of this last two years, not only has my business grown exponentially, um, literally from like 100 to 200 clients in a year, um, but it's also gotten super busy with me being a mom to my kids. And I'm very active and I'm very intentional um, about making sure that they are academically where they need to be and also exposure to activities. Um, so it's it's kind of been a whirlwind. And so to kind of dig into that a little deeper, I said I had 100 to 200 clients. And I know when people hear that, they're like, what does she do? Um, so I have a tax firm. So tax preparation is the thing that I always tell everyone and everybody's ears perk up because 
everybody has to file taxes. Um, and so with my background, I've been doing taxes for over 10 years, degree in accounting. So I'm a numbers girl, always have loved numbers. And I've also been super passionate about financial literacy. So luckily for me, I will say I was able to get my degree in accounting. But as time went on in my career, I was able to kind of get back to my mantra is personal and professional development aligning, right? So for me, I love numbers. I love financial literacy. And because I have a background in tax, I was able to kind of make it all come full circle. And like most of us, COVID hit everybody hard. At that time, I was trying to manage virtual school with the kids. So attempting to be a teacher, I'm working in public accounting at the time. And literally, I would stop working during the day, make sure my kids got onto their virtual learning, got their lessons for school, make sure they did their homework. And then I would do work in the evenings. And it got to a point where I'm also having some clients on the side. But because of COVID, a lot of people started going into business for themselves. And I had to decide, do I want to kind of create an opportunity for myself where I could not only make more in terms of income, but I can really have that flexibility with my kids. So obviously, I decided to quit the job go into business for myself and kind of what you're saying when you say, you know, that I'm resilient, it makes me smile because, you know, from our conversations day to day, it has been very hard. Um, and so when you and I met, that's where I was struggling with. How do I manage everything? Um, you hear all the time that you can't do it all. You can, but my thing is you can't do it effectively. And so what I started to realize, it's like, do you focus on the business and you're not that involved with your kids? Do you put your business to the side, work a nine to five and focus on your kids? I really was struggling with that. And so when you got up and you told this story about your business, I said, this is what I've been looking for. And even when we had our first consultation, every single thing that you said, these are the things that I can help you with. I literally wrote all of them down. I need help in every, every area, you know, from our conversations. I don't have a lot of support. I'm not from Nashville. Um, I went to school here, but it's just me and my kids for the most part. And so you are helping me to kind of think outside of the box to say, okay, how can you be proactive? How can you implement other things that are needed to kind of take the stress off a little bit? But for me, it was kind of like organizing my chaos. Um, so I know that that's a long story, but it, it it was really powerful for me because I really was at a place where I'm very passionate about what I'm doing, but I'm also passionate about my kids. And I don't want to be one of those people that has to choose between the two. And so I feel like you were the person that kind of merged the gap to say, OK, you can do all of these things, but let me help you kind of connect the dots or fill the gaps to say you can do these things, but you're going to need help or you just may have to think differently uh, about how you go about things. So that's the short story long. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, I love that. And I, I just I'm like, I, I, I do. I think I, I think I told you many times. I'm like, I feel so spoiled with, with married with a partner who has, you know, with and it, it just listening to you and seeing you and the like you said, the passion you have for your children and the passion you have for your work. And doing it alone without family yeah. around, with the young kids, yes. being the breadwinner, being their full support. Do I mean it's you're 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 honestly truly like so inspiring. 
And um, I mean, I'm just, I'm like honored that I could help you in any way along the journey because yeah. like women like you, I think that just uplift women so much more just to see and like what a role model you are for your kids, like whether or not they can totally get it now, you know, cause yeah. they're young, they don't get it. Yeah. But there will be a time and they will just be like worshiping you be like this. What did my mother do? Like the sacrifices she made and just, just, just how hard you work. So anyway, yeah. I just, I just really, I want to highlight that for anyone who's not getting it, but yeah, it's, it's pretty, yeah. it's really amazing. Um, so yeah, so we met and yeah, there's a million things going on. You're trying to figure out a way to get it all in, you know, into, in the 24 yes. hours that we have. And <laughs> essentially you are literally working 20 of those 24 hours yes. and you barely yes. sleep. So tell me, how is it, how is that sort of like affecting you or impacting you beyond, uh, clearly there's like, yes, there's this constant struggle between where do I put my energy and efforts? Yeah. How is it really impacting you as a human, as a mom, as a boss, as a, you know, business owner. Yeah. I mean, like you said, that that's the thing again. I'm 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 a the, I call myself the queen of quotes, the queen of examples and the thing that I've realized a lot this year and I am very vocal um when I speak with people cuz I don't want anyone thinking what I do is easy. Um and I like that which cuz I always look to individuals on who inspires me and I never look at it from the standpoint of like I'm inspiring someone else. For me it's just like these are the things that I have to do to survive. And so it's just like I'm wearing so many different hats. And I remember at the beginning of the year, I literally, I'm, and I'm big on like jumbo pieces of paper, brainstorming all these notes. And I drew this spokes wheel and I put me in the circle and then I just drew all of these lines to every single thing that I had to do. And when I sat back and looked at it, I realized this is why I'm so tired. Um, like you said, I'm up at all hours of the night. Um, so I'm not getting the quote unquote, required sleep um, that I should be getting. But it's I'm always exhausted. Um, I find myself irritated, frustrated easily. And, you know, you find ways to combat those things. But it's just like, I feel like I'm always running on fumes. And then you get told, don't forget about self-care. Don't forget about this. Make sure you take time. Make sure you sleep. Make sure. And it, it's at a point where I kind of laugh because I know people have good intentions when they say it. But in the same breath, it's just like I have to figure out a way to balance this because, yes, these things are right. But the ball is going to get dropped somewhere if I do these other things. And so the biggest word for me, I would say I am super stressed every single day. Um, I'm exhausted every single day. And again, that's why you and I connected. And I can't and I know we'll get into that part in a minute, but just that's that's been the biggest part for me and continuing our relationship is that I've been able to see the shift. And even though, you know, I'm still working crazy hours, I'm more mindful. I'm more intentional about taking breaks, going for walks. Um, and I will say this, even with me having all these responsibilities, the thing that I was doing before is just I didn't realize it at the time, but I had unrealistic expectations so I will get up just so you guys kind of can put it into perspective. If I wake up at, just to say on average, four in the morning, I'm not going to say the other times, but if I get up at four and I work until like six or so when the kids get up, I'll get them off to school and I'll start back working at eight o'clock or so. So something that I started doing differently was being intentional about go and take a walk or something before I start my day. So that for the most part, it kind of helps out. But in my mind, it's like, okay, I'm going to get all of this work done before I go pick up my kids from school. 
But I didn't realize that, hey, you only have a certain number of hours that you actually can work. And you also need to take into account the meetings you have, the emails you need to check, the staff you need to check in on. And so once I started to realize that it's just like, okay, you don't really have a lot of of working hours to commit to these things. And so now the plus is when I go pick my kids up, I'm realistic to say, okay, nine times out of 10, I'm not going to work again once I get back home. One, being okay with that has been big for me. Um, So that's reduced some of the stress, but then also planning out the day and not putting so many tasks on my to-do list. So I went from being like super overwhelmed, stressed, irritated, frustrated. So now it's still, it's still there, but it's at a lower level. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and I love that you said that you, you allowed yourself to know that yes. now my work is over. It's like giving yourself the permission because at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, you are the, we are the business owners, right? When we're like yep. uh, working ourselves into the ground and there is a reality for you because yeah. there's no one else to rely on. I get it. Yep. But I, I remember that shift too. And you're like, it's okay. Like it'll get done when it gets done and it's going to get done. And the way they can get done is maybe there's other things we could do. Maybe yeah. we, we shift some of the expectations of my clients, right? So they're not expecting it. Maybe you have both talk a lot about systems because you're like the systems queen now, like the amount of <laughs> yes. systems you've got in place, the automation that's going out, the the assistance, the marketing plans, like, you know, you, yeah. you're just on such a more, more of a well-oiled machine. I get that it's yes. stressful and there's still more to go, but like, yeah. thinking, you know, the things you've added in so that that also allows you to sometimes give you some of that that permission to say, that's it. Like my time's yeah. up at three and now my time's with my kids, you know? Yeah. And one um, thing I will yeah. say too, and I didn't, I'm thinking about it as you're saying it, guilt is another thing that, it, cause I don't feel guilt anymore. Like 100, if I feel all the other emotions, guilt is not one of them. I feel, and I felt guilt because it's like, you're taking on so much, so many things and you're not getting it done. What's wrong with you? What are you doing wrong? to where you're not getting this done. And so, of course, that makes me feel like a failure and all these other negative thoughts. But again, once I got to that, okay, once you leave and you get into mommy mode, it's okay. And whatever it is, you can pick it back up tomorrow. So now I literally, when it's, I got to do it today. When I go pick up my kids, I know waking up, this is what I'm going to get done. Whatever doesn't get done, I have a plan for the next day. But the guilt and the the failure, they're not there because now I'm planning more. But that realistic expectation that you kind of helped me to really focus on, it took a while for me to get there. It did not happen in our first, second or third meeting. Yeah, yeah. But I can say at this point now, it like I'm really OK. And it's just kind of like making peace with it. And, and for me, it's not the end of the world. Work is always going to be there, whether you work for yourself yeah. You work for an employer, the work will be there. It will. It will. And I think that I, I love that we're going here because it was so much more. There's so much of a mindset shift yes. that has to happen even before yes. the tactical stuff because everyone, want, everyone wants to jump into the tactical and you can do it simultaneously. But like if you can't get your, if you can't wrap your mind around the change, it, it's going to fall flat. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, because you'll still be doing whatever strategy, but with the guilt and with the overwhelm and with the, you know, um, in my goal, I'll always yeah. is like help you feel more successful. So if that means yeah. like taking off the guilt or taking off the uh, that feeling of I'm not doing anything well, you know that's that that's what's going to make us feel. When you, when you take that away, 
that's what's gonna make you feel really accomplished and really successful every day. And I love that you also said about the realistic expectations. Like as women, as really high achieving women, we have positivity bias. We're always do more than we can. But then we feel bad about ourselves that we didn't get enough done, even though you've killed it all day, like you've done it done. It's like yep. we're focused on what we didn't get done. And so that sort of takes that away too when 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 you start planning more realistically, which is a process because it's not just yes. like putting something on the calendar. It's like, how do you break it down? And how do you delegate some of it? And how do you, there's all these other steps that, that happen. Yes. So it's a process, but then you know, you just end up feeling so much better. Yeah. Um tell so tell us a little bit about I don't you don't have to even get specific about the yeah. system, but I know that was like I feel like that was a really big focus for 2023. Yeah. So I will say, and, and this is kind of going back to what you were saying too, about just kind of having those realistic expectations. And I want to give a, a quick example. And I think this was the mindset shift for me and kind of the like aha moment. December, this is when I'm planning to, you know, take my first like solo trip, get away, really plan the business for the year coming up. And you and I spoke and I said, I'm going to get X, Y, and Z done during this time that I'm away. And we reconnected right before I got ready to come back. And so I went through this big list with you. Like, I'm going to get all of this stuff done by the end of the year. But you literally had me to walk through and break it down. And I feel like I'm a great planner. But this is the mindset shift part because I felt good about my to-do list because I was I had everything that I needed to get done. Nothing had slipped through the cracks. But your question to me was, how long is it going to take you to complete each task? And when we added it up, I think it was going to take like 30 hours. Uh And I said, I wanted to get this done in like four days, three days, something crazy. And just like, Ashley, I don't know if you're really going to be able to get this done. And then on top of that, I didn't give myself any wiggle room. And so that was something else she pointed out. Like, what about if you run into something and it's going to take you longer than this time frame? So there's something that stood out to me in terms of like, I like the word manageable goals, but you made me look at manageable tasks and making sure that you are allocating time to each item that you're working on and not just creating a to-do list. So that was one of the first things going into the beginning of this year from a system standpoint. Personally, don't make just a to-do list. And I'm still kind of guilty of that now when I get stressed. It's just like, just like put a list of everything you need to do, but I can say what I'm doing differently is taking like the first top three priorities. And I've really done it. Like this week is a great example because we're getting close to the deadline. Um, But identifying like three things and just focusing on those and trying to kind of keep the distractions away as much as possible. So with my systems, again, I went from having this big list every day and it would just roll forward to the next day, to the next week, to the second week. And so now the process is, okay, Stay focused on these items. Don't add anything else to the list until these items are done. Um, three goals that I have for myself for the business also, I mean, revenue is always a goal for every business owner, but the other two was client experience and client management. And I knew from last year, because I took on so many clients at one time, I remember everything about my clients. I was the one that communicated with my clients and documents. I was doing everything. And again, from our conversation, the question that you ask is, you have an assistant. What can she take on? What can you guys automate to kind of change up some of those processes? So literally once 
we did a little bit throughout tax season, but definitely during the summertime, we were very intentional, put a schedule together week by week, identifying tasks on what we needed to complete to make the processes better, which obviously it would go into the client management experience, the client experience itself. Um, and so I'm not communicating as much with my clients as I had been. I was able to delegate that toward my assistant. So now, it, and, and that's the part that makes me laugh because I'll talk to a client. They're like, oh, yeah, I already talked to your assistant and I've done this, this, and this. Or I'll reach out to my assistant like, hey, I'm waiting on X, Y, and Z. And she's just like, oh, I've already talked to them. And they, you know, so it's, it's kind of removed some of that stress, right? But it's also moved some of that workload for me to say, okay, I can delegate some of these things and it's making it a better process. And I'm not the bottleneck on everything. And then some, and my assistant, she's awesome. I love her to death. She's a process oriented person too. And so when she came in, when I say she automated all of my emails, so I'm not creating emails, but, and I, again, if I have 200 clients, that's a lot of emailing that I'm having to do. So now we're using our CRM system more because I was not using it um, outside of like data management. So we've implemented that. And then um, some of the other things that we're doing is just kind of creating those reoccurring correspondence. So they're just automated at this point. And so that's the biggest part is just getting out of this reinventing the wheel every single day or every single week. And you've told me that too. It's just like the things that you see you're doing consistently, creating some type of template and being able to pass that off to my assistant or even my bookkeepers. And so that's the other part, which you recommended, but creating a training manual. And this way, as I continue to grow the business, now we can take this training manual as we hire on staff. That's something that we could just pass on to them because now we have processes, um, internal processes. We have streamlined approaches in place. And so now it's just clear communication, no guessing. And that's helped out tremendously because again, Every time a deadline would come up, I was trying to remember what's the last communication I sent from a year ago. And I'm creating these things over and over again. And now all I do is tell my assistant, hey, go to the CRM system. This is the email template. And she sends it out to the entire list. It, I mean, literally in less than a couple of minutes and we're done versus it would take me like an hour to get those communications sent out. No, is she not amazing? Amazing. You've done such <laughs> good work. It's been incredible watching you, watching you go through this. And um, I actually, I don't know if I remember, but I remember, I don't think I knew, I did not know how many clients you had when you yeah. were, when we first started. And you were talking about the email and you're always an email. I'm like, God, I'm like, God yep. damn it. Like, why are you an email for like eight hours? There? And then I'm like, well, I have 200 clients. I was like, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> like it was so, cause I didn't read and I was like, okay, we need to get on this email thing immediately. Yeah. Like we've got to find ways to get you because yeah, I've imagined, you know, just the course, the, the sheer volume of correspondence. Yes. There was no surprise that eight hours a day you could be on email. Like no joke, right? Like that, like, yeah. not even, you could potentially not even do your work work. I mean, it was that much. It was getting it's just so bad yeah. that I was actually putting that off. And so I would miss my own internal deadlines because I'm like, I need to focus on the work to get the revenue. This is an administrative task. But now the communication is slipping, right? Now I'm not being proactive in communicating with the client. Um, so again, I had to shift my mindset to say, okay, I can I do all of this? Yes. 
But is it effective? No. And so again, by me being able to delegate that to her, and like you said, it's 200 people. And I prided myself on knowing every single thing about every single client, being able to go back to an email so quickly. And now it's, I mean, I just had to be real with myself. You know, you're at a point where you're growing at the rate that you want to grow, but you got to kind of release some of that control and be comfortable and, and trust your staff because I hear other people say that all the time. But I it, I wouldn't have thought about these things if we wouldn't have talked. I still would have been trying to, you know, create things from scratch um, that are possibly taking forever. Um, I'm not an automation girl, so that wouldn't have came to mind. So I had to have these conversations with you to start looking at stuff in a different way. Yeah, I um. One one other thing, I wrote a couple notes down while you were talking because it was so good. So one thing you said was, I I consider myself a really good planner. Yeah, and I think that's that's so interesting because a lot of us, a lot of people do, right? You're like, but I do plan. I do have. A, yeah. And remember, you had all the lists. You're like, I have a list of this, and I have all my reconciliations here, and I'm yep. like, you did. I mean, it's not like you were like a, like a hot mess in a way. You know, yep. you weren't. You like had things organized. You had a planner. Um, but it's 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 interesting, right? Because we can we can we can be good. We can plan. Yeah. Um, is it, as you've been saying, is it the most effective way, you know, right. for improvement? Are there other strategies that we can do to help that those expectations and yep. you know, the re- how realistic it is and delegating and all that? And it all comes down to planning. And this makes me think of, you know, now that you are thinking more automation and getting out of your email and mm-hmm. all the things we're talking about right now. And this is what allows you to go pick up your kids at three o'clock. And yes. guilt, right. It, it's, it, that's yep. what I'm saying. It, it's like a, there's work to be done. There is a the yeah. pieces to come together, but over time you start seeing that you just, you know, you feel it and you see the fruition. Yeah. And then the second thing I wrote down, because you said that you were the bottleneck and yes. I remember that word coming up many times in general, right? I'm the bottleneck, yeah. whatever it is. It's like client yep. responses or getting stuff to the bookkeepers or get what, whatever. And, um, and I think a lot of business owners feel that way. Like I'm always yeah. the bottleneck of to my team or to my clients. Yeah. Like they're always waiting on me. And I think the systems, I know that that tremendously helped. And I'm saying it's perfect and things aren't, you know, it's, we're yeah, not it's, I, yeah, it's, it's yeah. always going to improve. But I feel like over this last year, I'm way further along than where I was before. It, even in the thing that sticks out to me the most, because I had you, let's just say you're on my left ear, giving me all the strategies and, you know, different approaches to take. But then I had my assistant in my ear and she would tell me all the time, Stop responding to the client forward. And you said it to forward the emails to me. And one thing that was, it, you know, again, I didn't have a lot of clients when I started. So everybody would email me yeah. all of their tax information, right? So again, to take, to double in, in clients, now I have all, and so now my system is like, nope, no one needs to be emailing you anything. So that's one thing. It's just like when I have to sit back and look at, okay, what things have really improved? I don't have clients emailing me documents anymore. Everybody's uploading it to the our quote unquote portal, but that's like an improvement within itself because the email volume is so much. I would miss so many things if we hadn't implemented that. And so Again, it's it's been a process and it's still things that we're planning to implement. Actually, we'll be implementing things through December and then we'll get to see what's working and what's not working when tax season kicks off again in January. But I don't think that I would be able to sustain 
the number of clients that I have if we didn't implement these things. Yeah, no, I agree. And and the thing is, your business will evolve, right? You'll get more yeah. clients, you'll have more team members. But now that you have the skills, like I can see your, your thinking has just changed. Yeah. So yes. you'll be able to handle that because it will, all of our businesses, they keep evolving. But now you're thinking more like a systems person. You're thinking yes. more like a planning person. You're thinking more like a delegating person. And so it's like your identity becomes that, you know, and you exactly. know, as, as the business grows, you know, the, those, those will evolve too. Um, I love it. So good. So good. <laughs> uh, all right. So tell me, so anything that you, anything we haven't covered that you feel like you want to, you want to add, um, you know, for anybody thinking like, Kind of in a similar position, like I'm growing, but oh, you know, one thing actually that also reminded me, reminded me when you said it mm-hmm. was as you've been, you know, you thought I couldn't give this up, or like I can't forward her the email, or everybody knew yeah. you started with the business, adjust me a few clients, yeah, my direct contact. Like that just takes a lot of courage. I think that's what yeah. it was the fear of us, right? Like no one can do this job as well, or no one knows the detail like I do, or the clients feel most comfortable with me. And, you know, all these things that, that are in, there is some truth to it a bit. And then it's just in our head, right. And we're kind of in our Mm -hmm. own way. And it took you a lot of, I think it is very courageous to to say, okay, I'm going to hand this over. I'm willing to try it. Um, And then it's also very courageous to ask for help. I think as business owners, right. As, as moms, as like, again, we feel like we should be doing it all. There's a lot of societal pressure and I don't know, they're like, you look, we all look so perfect on the outside, yeah. you know. Yep. Um, yep. So there is a lot of courage. So, what would you say to someone else who's feeling like this fear as well of, yeah, whether it's asking um, for help or getting support or you know giving up control? Yeah. So the thing I think that helped me, and like I said earlier, I kind of wrote down, you know, all of the things that I was responsible for on that spokes wheel. So by me visually seeing everything, so all of the hats that I was wearing and what was required of each hat. One, that helped me to kind of put into perspective what's really on my plate so I can articulate it to someone else, right? Um, the uh, the second part was, because I don't think we're intentionally trying to be control freaks, but it's just, again, we're when you're used to just doing everything by yourself, just as long as it took you to figure out how to do that, it's going to take just as long or longer to figure out how to kind of let those things go and trust that someone else can take it on. So, I'll say from my situation, what I felt comfortable with was kind of taking little baby steps. I'm going to give you a little piece. Once you take this on, you get comfortable with it. Then we can add on more. And for me, I'm doing doing it with everyone on my staff. So my VA, my social media manager, my bookkeepers, you know, especially bookkeeping. Oh, my God. It, it's taking me. I hired them. And again, I was the bottleneck because I got the information to them, but I'm like, no, I'm, I, I need to know what's going on. I need to be able to explain to them what they need to do. But I had to get to a point where it's like, you hired them because of their experience, give it to them and just let them ask whatever questions. And then the other part that I started doing was scheduling the time. I'm a big calendar girl. If it's not on my calendar, it's not going to get done. I will forget about it because I have so many things going on. And so it's with the bookkeepers in particular, that's what I had to do was bite the bullet, give them all the information. It made me very nervous, uh-huh. but I gave it to them and I'm like, let's schedule a meeting and let's walk through it. And then from there, we get into a routine, right? 
Um, and now it's like they're comfortable with the client. They know how to, you know, reach me if they need to. And then I'm letting, and that's the thing I will say, I'm big on communication. So I always tell them, hey, if you need help and you, you know, I'm focused on something else, let's schedule a meeting. Let's allocate some time where we can address whatever questions you have. And then that way we're making sure we're on the same page in terms of expectations, whatever work needs to be completed. Um, but I would say this was kind of helped me to move along is scheduling those reoccurring meetings, but just slowly just adding to their plate. But I'm also checking in with them to make sure that they're comfortable and that I'm not giving them too much. Cause I've learned from that too, to where, you know, I've had someone and I just threw the kitchen sink at them because it's just like, okay, these are all the things that you can take on that I'm, I'm not doing or I'm not doing well. But if they're not comfortable with it, all it did was add more stress to me. So that's why I do the frequent meetings just to kind of reassess and make sure we're on the same page. And then the plus is that I'm saying is they're ready to take on more. So that, I mean, it adds a little stress because once again, I have to stop, you know, see what else I can take on from them. But that's why I go back to that spokeswell to say, okay, these are the other things that you have to do. What else can you give them? And again, it's trial and error, but I'm okay with the trial and error now because if we don't do that, then again, I'm going to be the one that's kind of holding up the progress on everything else, which only adds more stress to me. So, <laughs> yeah. And, and like now you're like truly in a CEO role. Now you're yeah. more, you know, like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, your job is supervising these teams, managing these teams, creating the, yes. getting the new clients, but not doing all the work. The work. All the details. Yes. Yeah. And it's just, it's a completely different role. Um, I, you know, I think it also, it impacts our self-esteem or confidence, yeah. you know, what we're capable of, where you can take it. You can actually have time to think bigger picture, I think, and like the vision versus like sitting in the weeds all the time and in the details, you know? Yeah. I attended this event a couple of weeks ago and I literally wrote it down like big on my piece of paper and I took a picture and I sent it to uh, one of my staff members, but I wrote on the piece of paper, I'm going in the right direction. Because I am in the weeds so much with this program, it was these professors that were speaking. And so they're kind of giving us, you know, the, the high level CEO business owner mindset in terms of strategy, leadership, you know, strategy for hiring, strategy for financial projections. But for me, it felt great to know that I'm three years full time in the business. I've hired this staff, even though I see all these things that I could be doing better. But to sit in this program and to know that I'm already thinking about these things or that if I'm not thinking about them, I've already implemented some of these things. That was a big confident booster for me. And again, having you again in my left ear to really shift that mindset to say, OK, you're doing these things, but how can we do them differently? It just helped me to start thinking forward to say, OK, don't just think for today or think for to week, think for the week identify your pain points and kind of work on solutions from there. But again, don't look at all your pain points at one time, yeah. you know, still you, and, and that's what we would do during our meetings. Like whatever I had going on, we would talk about those things, but it's like, what is the most pressing thing? What is stopping you from getting the work done or getting whatever stressor that's out there? What is stopping you from doing that? And that, Again, just doing it over time. I don't think I would be where I am now or having these conversations 
if there wasn't a repeated process, you know, through those weeks or those months that we've been together, I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to communicate any of these things to you. I would just be like, oh, the business is going great, but it's a fire. (laughs) Right, right. Oh my gosh. Are you guys, are you listening? Are you not so inspired by her? She's not amazing. Just three years into business, 200 clients, growing team, mom of two, single mom of two. You're, you're truly an inspiration. You're incredible. All right. So I know you have a lot of clients, but now that you've systemized and automated so much, you have room for more. And so let's let our audience know where they can contact you. Obviously, y'all, she's amazing, or how would she be growing this business to this scaling so quickly because her work is so damn good. So let us know how we can contact you, all the things. Where do we find you? Yeah, That's the best yeah. way to connect. Yeah, and so just as an overview for you all listening, um, the primary services that I offer is tax preparation, which will be here before we know it for the new year, tax planning. And what I tell people is that if you are a person that typically owes tax, especially if you are a business owner with a profitable business, Tax planning is something that you definitely need to talk to professionals about. Um, and then bookkeeping is something that I offer for my small business owners and business consulting. So if you're thinking about starting another business, if you're not sure about your entity type, these are the conversations that we can have. So if any of these things triggered you to say, okay, we need to have a conversation, you can reach me. I'm super active on social media, um, on Instagram and on Facebook. It is tax balls. T-A-X-B-A-W-S-E. LinkedIn is my name, Ashley, A-S-H-L-E-E Brooks. And within those social medias, you can just click the link in the bio and you can actually schedule a consultation from there. Um, and, and again, you can DM me if you just have quick questions, um, but the best way will be a consultation. But if you have any tax situations, I will be a great person to speak with. Yes, she would. So y'all, you got all that information. It'll be in the show notes. Connect, connect, connect. She's amazing. Just follow her on social media, if nothing else, because she's so good. She's so good. Um, And thank you so much, Ashley. Thanks for your time. I know you're very busy. I appreciate appreciate you being here. I appreciate you. And all right, my friends, Hashim, not amazing. I hope you enjoyed this episode. You found a ton of value from it. If you like this, be like what you're hearing, if you like these types of conversations, you're seriously going to love my emails where I'm dropping even more behind the scenes, look into my world to help you get control of your time and energy and thoughts. So come on over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash resources if you haven't done that already. And if you want to learn more about coaching, come on over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash coaching. I can't wait to see you there. Thank you for your time. And I will catch you next time on Productivity on Purpose. Bye for now.